Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we are two dudes. Talking Disney. Excellent, how are you? So that's our new intro, everybody. That's right, until uh, until we are back together again. We just can't, uh, we can't get in sync, it seems like, with the delay. No, yeah, so as everyone knows, we're in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and we're still recording from Skype. That's um, right. It's not as mystical and magical as our face-to-face interactions, but it causes a delay. Yeah, we can we can send Amanda uh, Amanda the moon, but we can't get uh, a delay, uh, no delay in our recording. The question you have to ask yourself, Tone, when I watch you on the Skype video, is am I watching now? Like everything that happens now is happening now. Actually, it was then. Well, what happened to then? Exactly. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about today, Dave? Well, uh, the I mean, there's it's amazing because even though all Disney parks are shut down, there's still a lot of Disney news dropping. Uh, the biggest, the biggest bomb that has hit us uh, in the past twelve hours, and the Disney, and we know Disney news breaks fast. Uh, Disney has reimagined, which is a word we like to use in the Disney world, uh, reimagined their entertainment film lineup for the next coming couple years, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've announced some new dates. Uh, a lot of it is Marvel. Um, because we know that we've already had, um, the delay uh, or postponement of the Black Widow, which was supposed to open in May. Uh, Disney also postponed the opening of Mulan. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to uh, switch around now. So, uh, I don't know. What do you, you want to go start with the Marvel stuff? Yeah. Like my thing is told is like, how do you do this? Like, you know what I mean? Like they've, you know, between marketing and release dates and, and, you know, award seasons, like, like who's sitting in the room and like, you know, I mean, like I, I envision them all sitting in a room with like a whiteboard and just throwing dates out there and, and moving stuff around. Right. It's, it's serious corporate decisions. I hate to say. Well, you know, we, we've posted, I think we've posted the, um, schedule and, and Disney has movies scheduled right now out through like 2023, 2024. Right. A lot of them, a lot of them are placeholders. Uh, the only thing we know is that, uh, what is it, 2021, we're going to get an Avatar movie one year and then a Star Wars movie the next year. Yes. Um, you know, but but after 2022, um, it's really just placeholders. Um, you know, live action, animated movie, Pixar movie, uh, but up to 2022, which is two years away, they've got physical dates on on the on the drawing board. Um, so, you know, not, o- not only is this going to impact movies like Mulan, which was filmed last year and completed this year, but a lot of the movies now that are in production, uh, you know, they have post-production work that needs to get done, so there's going to be a delay there as well. Um, so, uh, I don't know, let's just, let's take a look at what's going on with Marvel. Okay. Uh, you know, Black Widow, which was supposed to uh, debut in May, has now been postponed until November of 2000, uh, I'm sorry, of 2020. And that's going to take the place of the Eternals, which was supposed to be released that day. So they're they're shifting back one entire movie, right. uh, and they're they're going to make it up in 2021, though. Right, and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's a big deal. I mean, all the movies are somehow interconnected. So you know, shifting a movie to another year, uh, you know, has a trickle down effect on the remaining phase of those movies. Right. They, they sure do. And, you know, some people are just like, well, you know, why can't they release Black Widow, um, 
you know, digitally, like a lot of movie movie companies have been doing. Uh, they can't do that because, uh, um, you know, Black Widow needs to make seven hundred million dollars to be profitable. Correct. You're you're not going to make seven hundred million dollars if you release it digitally. No, not at all. Not going to make you anything. Know, that. You know, we we saw them take a big hit with Onward, which is a Pixar movie uh, that came to theaters on March third. Unfortunate timing for Disney. And uh, when the, by the time they closed all the theaters, you know, mid May, I'm sorry, mid March, um, they made the uh, uh, option to for people to purchase it online digitally, actually rent it digitally, and that is how they're going to make their money. And now it's. Um, April 3rd and onward is on Disney plus not even one month after its original release date, which is crazy. And we'll, we'll get to that because part of our, our show is also what's coming to Disney plus in April. Yes. Um, so back, back to the Marvel films. Um, the Eternals is getting shifted from November to a new February 12th release date. Uh, and then that's going to be followed by Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings on May 7th. And then Doctor Strange on November 5th of 2021. Now, unfortunately, November of 2021 was supposed to be when the fourth Thor movie was coming out. And uh, when, when did they move that back to? Uh, they moved the Thor movie back to February 18th of 2022. So I'll pencil in a Valentine's Day date with Katie for, uh, for that time. Exactly. And I will do the same with Katie. Yeah. I mean with Cheryl. <laughs> nothing, nothing says I love you more than let's go see Thor. But... Um, and then, hey, whatever revs her engines up, you know, that's that's what works with Cheryl. So and then um, after that, you have Black Panther 2, which is May 6th of 2022. And then Captain Marvel 2, July 8th, 2022. Which and, was was that Captain Marvel was kind of a big deal today because we, we knew it was happening. Um, you know, rumor was there. You, you knew it had to happen. But this was the official announcement. Right. Um, not with a lot of fanfare, but. With a release date, so that's yeah. uh, that's a good. Thing. I don't know those things that's like you were reading the list, and you're like, oh, they pushed this back, pushed this back, pushed. Oh, wait a minute, what's this? This Captain Marvel two was on here, so it kind of they snuck it in on us, right? Which they're they're good to do things, and then there's a couple of films that don't have any release dates yet. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Volume three, still no date, and the new Blade movie, which is separate from the Marvel Phase four projects. But uh, that that has no those have no release date yet. Excellent. And uh, yeah, you know, like Dave said, the, these movies are, are designed in an order. Um, uh, you know, something like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, that has been impacted because that was in production and now they've had to stop production. So will that even meet the May 7th deadline? You know, we, we you know, release date for next year. We don't know. Um, but. Uh, the the one movie this year, uh, now going to the Disney and Pixar films, Soul, which is a Pixar film, is still scheduled for June nineteenth. Yeah, I think so, they're I think they're hoping that that's going to be kind of the the you know the I, they're hanging on. They got another month probably to just make the decision. Right. Uh, you know, and again, I I think too. I, I'm a little shocked that they didn't push Black Widow back just a shorter period of time because. Once the the you know the restrictions are lifted, people are going to go out, and there's things that people are not doing that they're missing doing, and and going to the movies is going to be one of them. I think that you know the the movies are going to have a good summer, uh, out of the fact that people want to get out of the house, they want to do things. Just like I think the theme park industry is going to have a hell of a summer and fall if they're open by then. 
Right. Yeah, I, I think it, it, you know, it could go either way. Um, I, I think that with a lot of these these companies now, these these theaters, mo- um, sorry, not theaters, these these studios releasing films digitally, I think that's going, you know, that's got the potential to to turn the movie industry on its head. Uh, the distribution network has been there for a while. You know, we're used to seeing films get released, and then you know, four or five months later, they show up on a streaming service. Um, I don't know that that's going to be the case anymore. No, you know? I, like you said, you think about it, you know, Onward went from release date to to free in a month. Now, obviously, we have an extraordinary circumstance here, but it just goes to show you how how rapid they could change it. And I mean, they as the studios, if they wanted. You know, again, not a Disney movie, but you look at the sequel to the very popular Trolls movie. Trolls World, World Tour is coming out next week, direct to uh, to on demand, right. purchase. You know, and I I think that that Trolls movie is going to be historically significant from the standpoint of movie releases because you know Onward did have a couple weeks in the theaters. Now, granted, it wasn't a really good couple weeks. It, it was the number one movie in the nation for the time it was out, but it was right at the dawn of this this pandemic. This Trolls movie is going to be the big test. You know, does this business model work? Right. You know, it's a blockbuster movie. It's It's got a very large budget. And it, are they going to make the money back is what you're going to see. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, there are certain big blockbuster movies that you want to see that I want to see in a movie theater. Right. You know, Trolls is obviously not one of them. Uh, right. I'm past that stage in my life. You're not. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see where, where the studios go after this, uh, you know, cause there's also going to be, even if theaters are open by the, by the summertime, there's going to be, a you know, a good percentage of people who are fearful, right? you know, um, because maybe they've got somebody who's in, you know, the, the emergency management field or something who's, who's telling them that you better stay in your house until January. Right. You know, and, and you try to tell somebody, oh, come on, movie, movie theaters are open. You know, what are they going to have to do to draw people in there? I, I don't know. And, and you know, the movie industry are, is already struggling. And I shouldn't say the movie industry. The movie theater industry is already struggling because of all exactly what you said. You know, you go there and, and you know, you get a bag of popcorn and a soda for what it costs to get a, a whole meal anywhere else. Right. So the, the, the movie theater industry is, is struggling in this digital download streaming service content age. And, you know, I don't want to say this could be another nail in the coffin, but it, it could be a, a, a point or a turning point for the theater industry. Right. I mean, how much more do they have to do to entice us to come in? You know, uh, lattes, special drinks, recliners, heated seats, bars. Uh, you know, bars, some movies that actually bring food, uh, you know, you, you're sitting at a, a semicircle table and they bring food to your, your, Correct. you know, that hasn't made it really up here to Connecticut, but they have a little bit more of that down south. You know, we, we've seen that at Disney Springs. Um, you know, what do these theaters have to do to draw people in? It's not just about seeing it on the big screen anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, the, the $40 popcorn and sodas for a family of three or four, you know, is pretty tough to bear yeah. when you're. You're telling me I can rent this movie for 48 hours for $20 and just watch it on my, you know, what's now a 75 or 85 inch television screen in the comfort of my own living room? Wow, that that new job is uh, is doing good if you're at a 75 to 
80-inch TV at the house. My TV is only 65. Cheryl <laughs> won't let me. Uh, she won't let me upgrade yet. It must be a common uh, wife problem because we our TV broke at the beginning of the COVID crisis, and uh, I was I was given size restrictions. You know. Well, it's not always about the size. It's about the pixels oh, sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes it's your pixel count. Right. Um, so other other Disney. Other, yeah, and and you know, um. I, I'm not going to lie to you. The one that's really upsetting me, and I don't know if you feel the same way, is uh, well. Well, first of all, well, in in between now and that one, we have Mulan. Mulan was pushed back to July 24th, uh, which is kind of the lead into where I'm upset. Uh, it took the place of the Jungle Cruise, and the Jungle Cruise, the, you know, the family film. It's got The Rock, Emily Blunt. It was supposed to uh, premiere July 24th of 2020, and now it's been pushed back to July 20th of 2021. So an entire year uh, has pushed this movie back, and I'm 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 upset because that's the movie I was looking forward to this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, that was uh you know we're going to Maine over the summer. We go to the drive-in that's in the town there, like one of the few drive-ins, and that was going to be the drive-in movie of the summer. And I'm I'm just a little I'm a little upset. I'm mad they did not consult us before well, making the decision. Now you would just have to deal with Mulan as your your drive-in movie of the summer. Probably not. No, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, this is so, even something like that. You know, the the uh, media blitz, uh, you know, was just starting to ramp up on Jungle Cruise, and you know that's the tough thing. Like you said, you know, all this stuff is scheduled, all these appearances are scheduled. Um, so for a July film, they probably would have started doing their their big time media stuff in uh, uh, you know May, maybe early June, and and now. You know, you're putting it on the shelf for a year. You know, who, who knows if The Rock is even going to be around in a year? Will any of us be around in a year? We don't know. Right. And, um, you know, the, the other big shock of the announcement, besides the Jungle Cruise being pushed back an entire year, was uh, the sci-fi fantasy film Artemis Fowl, which the two dudes critically uh, pinned that as a failure of the year for Disney. Right. It has gone to a straight to Disney Plus yeah. release. You know, it's skipping the theater completely, which I really hate to say it. I think it's a good thing. Again, I, I think that movie was going to crash and burn. You know, I think it was going to have a face a fate worse than Goose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, time time will tell with that one. If it was really good, people will be bummed it wasn't out in the movie theaters. But I don't know. From what I had seen from the trailers, it, it just you know, once again, it's not a movie that is in my wheelhouse. So, um, you know, what one movie that did get postponed? Uh, Indiana Jones 5. Thank God Harrison Ford is immortal. Yes. Right? Uh, like. So, so that has been moved back to July 29th of 2022. So if you're upset about the Jungle Cruise moving back a year, it moved back a year to knock out Indy. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, I mean, if at the end of this pandemic, the three humans left on Earth. Are going to be the Queen, Keith Richards, and Harrison Ford. Well, and, and Betty White. And Betty White, obviously. Right, there you go. Um, uh, you know, July twentieth of twenty twenty two or 29th of twenty twenty two will be one month before Harrison Ford's eightieth birthday. Yeah. That uh, I think this might be Indiana Jones five: The Curse of the Broken Hip. It could be, but remember, he's immortal. He is. He is. Indiana Jones is immortal. He drank from the chalice. (laughs) 
Now, um, the one thing that Disney has noted is that these release dates could continue to move. So if, uh, you know, like Dave said, uh, you know, give it another month before they start changing things. Maybe Soul will not be released on June 19th. Uh, As as things change over this global health crisis, um, dates will change. And, you know, these dates are secondary to, you know, our lives and our safety. So um, and and also the fact that there's no movie theaters open. So it'd be tough to show them. And, you know, Uh, and Disney's now acquired studios, Fox, uh, 20th Century Searchlight Films, all the things that came under the Fox umbrella are also adjusting their schedules, too. Right. So not something just Disney related. The the entire entertainment industry is adjusting. Yeah. uh, Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy, which was an action comedy under the 20th Century banner, has been moved from July to December. Uh, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch, which is a searchlight film, has been moved from July to October. Um, The West Side Story and The Last Duel are still keeping their December release dates, which is good for now. Um, but four movies that we've, I think we've mentioned them in, in some of our previous shows, The New Mutants, Woman in the Window, Antlers, and The Personal History of David Copperfield, uh, remain without release dates. Right. And, th- and that's tough because New Mutants was originally scheduled to be, be released in 2018. Right. It's and, been often pushed. It's, it's kind of like they're, you know, they're, when they get an idea, they just throw that one out and say, oh, push it back, push it back. You know, they haven't. Uh, they, they, they haven't committed to it, even though it's been scheduled for, for years now. Right, right. And, you know, it, it's not just Disney. Um, like Dave said, it's it's the entire movie industry. So uh, Sony's Morbius uh, and Ghostbusters, Warner Brothers, uh, you know, Wonder Woman 84, uh, Paramount's Top Gun, Maverick, uh, you know, all these movies uh, are being impacted. I know I'm bummed that Top Gun is now going to a December release date as opposed oh, yeah. to a uh, a June release date, so I'm I'm pretty bummed about that. You know, and uh, yeah, I mean, Morbius, Ghostbusters, those are all movies that I I you know I'm really worried about the Ghostbusters one because again they're 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 not doing a good job of remaking some of these franchises. Um, you know, so I, I was hoping hoping for Ghostbusters to be good. I mean, you can't really do any in the Ghostbuster world. You can't do any worse than Ghostbuster two. No, you know, let's be honest. You know, but no. Uh, and that's not it, too. And, and it's not just affecting the movie industry now. You know, we talked earlier about the streaming services and the coronavirus, the pandemic has actually now started shutting down production on, on films and, and Disney Plus uh, things. You know, there was uh, shows on Disney Plus that were coming out. Uh, the Falcon Winter, and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki. You know, these shows are all shut down. Right. Uh, you know, production shut down. I, I don't know. The one show I'm not 100% on, is, and I'm sure it is shut down as The Mandalorian. Um, you know, I, I know they did finish the season, correct? They finished shooting. But again, you know, I mean, in a sci-fi fantasy Star Wars world, post-production and special effects are probably taking longer than the actual filming. Right, but, but have they finished shooting? Because I know they're shooting Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to debut in, in August. And the Mandalorian's not supposed to debut until October. I, I don't know. I, I I thought somewhere once I read that they were finished shooting, uh, but I don't know. You know, um, again, they're, they're just all shut down. Right, right. But what's not shut down is Disney Plus. So every month, uh, Disney has been adding to their catalog on their streaming service, 
and they've got some new new films that are being released. Uh, some of them new, some of them old, some of them classics. Uh, highlights for this month uh, on April first, we got Doctor Doolittle. Now that was the Eddie Murphy version. Uh, that is not the Robert Downey Jr. version. That is, uh, well, I was going to say that is in theaters right now, but it was in theaters. Um, yesterday, I'm sorry, today, uh, April 3rd, we got Onward, uh, as well as Dolphin Reef, which was supposed to be a release from last year in the Disney Nature series. Uh, and that is uh, narrated by Natalie Portman. Uh, we also got Elephant, which is narrated by Meghan Markle, uh, as well as Penguins. So those those three films are all Disney Nature series. I'm not going to lie to you. We watched probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes of the, the Echo, the Dolphin, uh-huh. uh, today. And it, very interesting. I, I got to tell you, it was, a, it was, you know, I, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. The, the four year old running our lives decided that she had enough of the Dolphin back to, you know, uh, stuck in the middle. Uh-huh. So, you know, I definitely will be finishing up watching Penguins and watching the, the Disney nature shows. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. Um, so quick internet research tone, uh, yes. the Mandalorian, all principal pro- uh, photography has been completed and it is in post-production. Uh, most insiders, according to a quick Google search, are expecting that to be the one series that Disney keeps on track hmm. This through this. Uh, you know, it's in post-production now. They're doing the, the, the sci-fiing of it. Okay. So, yeah. And that that's part of the tough thing is, you know, a lot of people signed up for Disney Plus so that they could watch The Mandalorian. Right. Um, Now, Disney didn't release everything all at once, so you could binge watch it like they do on Netflix. Uh, And that kept people around for, you know, uh, 10 weeks or so until the the series was done. And then I know, you know, a bunch of people drop Disney Plus after that, and they'll just pick it up again when uh, The Mandalorian comes around again. So uh, for them to delay that uh, would definitely hurt them, I think, in the long run. Uh, but back to uh, Disney Plus, uh, we also got Sunny with a Chance, the entire series. Uh, and then April 10th, we get a celebration of the music from Coco, a National Geographic special called Tut's Treasures, Hidden Secrets. Uh, April 17th, another National Geographic show, we get Brain Games Season 8. And then around Earth Day, we get a Jane Goodall, The Hope Show. Um, April 23rd, we get Disney's Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure Season season 3. Do you watch the... Uh, Tangled Adventures? Um, no, actually, and it's funny because, you know, Tangled is actually one of her favorite movies. And it's actually, mm-hmm. you know, her two first, like, movies that she clashed onto were Tangled and Zootopia. And we, we you know, we did actually just watched Zootopia the other day, but uh, we never caught on to the Tangled series. I don't know why. All right. Like, maybe bad parenting. I don't know. That could be. That could be. And then on April 30th, finally, National Treasure coming to Disney plus. Right. I, um, I'm, a, I am a huge fan of those movies. Uh, I really, you know, the, the, and, and it's one of those in the movie world, they set us up for such disappointment because as we know, in the middle of the second movie, the president asked Nicholas Cage to look into something in the book of secrets. And we all assumed that was the intro to the third movie and we've, you know, here we are now, how many, it's probably been a decade. Right. You know, and no third movie. But there are rumors right now that the third movie is is beginning to ramp up. Uh, again, this is pre-everything that's going on now. But I like this series, and I would love to see another movie. Uh, I would, I would too. I'm surprised Disney did not continue. Um, 
but time will tell. You know, rumor rumor has been that, that the third movie might be a Disney Plus production as well. So now let me let me. I mean, I dare say this because of the the uh, comparison, if you will. But I almost put you know the National Treasure movies as like a modern Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, definitely. And and, and that's the kind of feeling I get. That it's a good action adventure movie, or action adventure movie. You know, and X marks the spot, and they. They, I really think they did a great job of bringing that genre, like Indiana Jones, that that you know adventure mission movie, up with National Treasure. I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. Two dudes, one uh, one thought. Two dudes, yeah. It doesn't happen yeah. often when it comes. No, to it doesn't. It doesn't. Or, or so, that we can have a thought. <laughs> so that that pretty much covers all of the the movie. Uh, news that we were going to cover. You want to you want to do a quick spot on Disney news? Sure. So as everyone knows, Tony and I have mentioned it thirty times. We're in, we're in you know week what four of the Corona uh, pandemic, the COVID nineteen pandemic, and uh, Disney announced some big things. They announced that as of April nineteenth, they're furloughing their executive salaried employees. Right? Did I say that right? Uh, uh well, all, all net non essential cast members. Correct, but um, non-union because the union cast members are still being paid. Ah, so it, it's the the salaried um, cast members and the supervisors that are being um, furloughed as of April nineteenth. But the Walt Disney Company is furloughing them, and they are paying the whole premiums on their health insurances. And um, which I would, which I think is a great deal. Yeah. Um, and if they are taking classes through the Disney Aspire program, which allows them to get, uh, uh, you know, college credits or secondary education, they are continuing payments there. So that is two. Those are two good benefits that, that Disney is continuing. Kudos to them. Um, right. And, you know, not only are they doing that for their employees, but their management is also taking steps to save money. Um, Bob Iger will not be taking a salary for 2020. Uh, Bob Chapek, Bob the new CEO, will be taking a 50% pay cut. And then uh, all all vice presidents across the company will take a 20% cut in salary. Senior vice presidents, 25%. And then executive vice president and above will take a 30% cut in salary. Correct. And that, again, you know, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong too, Tone, I thought that they were taking the cut with the salaries going towards uh, the employee assistance programs. Uh, I believe I heard that as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's again, it's these uncertain times. We don't know. Uh, we will say that free dining is back at Walt Disney World. We do know that that's always a big, uh, you know, for those of those who stayed in the travel agent business, it's a busy time. Right. Uh, well, that free dining is back only if you had a, a, a trip that was impacted by the closures. Correct. There's an asterisk on that free right. dining. Right. Uh, they announced today, too, that there will be uh, for annual pass holders who have the automatic payment. They will stop the automatic payment. If you've made a payment for uh, during this time, they will refund. And then for uh, pass, annual pass holders that paid in full, you'll have two options. You could extend your annual pass um, past the number of days the park has been closed or accept a partial refund. Um, yeah, that's. Say, they didn't say what the refund would be yet, but uh, you know they would extend or a uh, partial refund. Yeah, that that's good to hear because Universal um, and I believe Legoland uh, had already stopped 
payments, uh, accepting payments on their annual, their, their monthly payments for their annual passes. Yes. So for once, Disney was not at the front lines of, of this. No. Um, closer to Tony's heart, the Disney Cruise Line has announced that it's suspending all of their departures until Tuesday, April 28th. Uh, so that, that, you know, pushes the cruise industry back. And I, I, I don't know about you, Tone, but I don't think that's going to be uh, a, a number that were a date that we see, you know, operations resume. I think it's going to extend into May. Uh, yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh, you know, um, Disney is not accepting new bookings for any date before June 1st at the theme parks. Um, and I would not be surprised if, if the end of May, beginning of June is when we see the cruise lines ramp back up again. Right. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's not any insider information. That's just a gut feeling. Yep. I will say one oddity I've noticed is so, you know, uh, as we know, we've talked about in previous episodes, Tony has a vacation that, uh, is, is not right. Have we hit the point? Have you, uh, it was supposed to be next week, April 10th. So, and then we have one coming up in May. Our trip in May uh, is still obviously up in the air, but an oddity was the other day our villains after our tickets were taken away from our My Disney experience and they were taken off of everything. And then yesterday morning, uh, we noticed everything was put back on. So I don't know if it was a glitch. I don't know what that means, you know, um, but it was just something that we found odd that happened. Right. Um, with our itinerary. Interesting. Uh, and then in really obscure Disney news, having absolutely nothing to do with anything going on in the world right now, uh, on March 31st, the Celebration Company, which is one of Disney's subsidiaries, bought 26.3 acres for $1.05 million, or the average uh, earnings from a single Two Dudes Talking Disney podcast. Exactly. Uh, which comes out to roughly $40,000 an acre for a plot of land west of the theme park and on the southern shore of Reedy Lake in Orange County. Um, now, if I remember correctly, Two-Tone, did they not just buy another large piece of land in that same vicinity? Like this piece of property abuts that other piece of property? No, this piece of property is, is to the west of the Magic Kingdom, and the property they bought last time was closer to uh, the old Celebration. Oh, okay. uh, on I, the other side of I four. Yeah, I thought that they recently purchased uh, property, like literally, like right next to this one, west of the Magic Kingdom. But that, I, I guess, maybe it might have been this, and I was just reading about it a little while ago. Yeah, there, there's been a couple of purchases, um, you know, and it, it's nothing big. Disney will purchase large plots of land uh, to offset, you know, some of their new stuff when they open up new resorts or, or expand theme parks. Uh, so they will keep a lot of this land as green space. Uh, like I said, to essentially offset, uh, you know, new properties. Correct. It's, uh, you know, like a lot of places now, the, the way that the, the zoning laws are written are if you buy and develop land, you must somewhere buy and uh, de- buy and not develop land. Uh, there is a actually very large nature preserve and um, Florida not far, I shouldn't say not far, but it is probably, I think it's about a 45 minute ride from Disney. Uh, and it's, it's what they, one of those things that they did where they purchased it and uh, set it aside as a nature reserve for future property. And it's a, a very large plot of land. Uh, it's again, it's set aside by Disney through the state of Florida and they keep that so that it's a, it's 11,000, over 11,000 acres of land that they have set aside so when they develop their property, that's the offset. Right. So it's, it's not 
unusual for Disney to purchase plots of land. And and that nature preserve is actually at the head of the uh, Florida Everglades. A lot of alligators, Tone. Yeah. A lot of alligators. How do, how do you know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Uh, it's very simple, actually. If you see them later, then they're an alligator. If you see them in a while, they are a crocodile. Well played, my friend. Thank you. All right, everybody, that's, that's the news. So until... I was going to say, that's two dad jokes coming together <laughs> right there. That's what that was. That's right. <laughs> so until until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And we're two dudes. Talking Disney.